um, check out our UPS series. Yes. We have the UPS podcast episode, which you should listen to to hear the full section of Matt's story. We've got UPS part one, where we, the first time we called to try to get Matt his refund, and our brand new release, UPS part two, which is just insane. Yes. I'm not trying to clickbait you here. It's insane. I have never in my life seen customer service this bad, this much of a chaotic mess. I basically spent weeks editing hours into minutes for you all. So you could see some of the worst of it, including the fact that we get hung up on twice by a supervisor. A supervisor. Lights, camera, action. And nothing unites people like someone dying. Yeah. Honestly, it's sad and it's true though. The candy corn industry is a money laundering front. What's the worst like acid trip you've ever had? band podcast baby movies music conspiracies deep existential crises it's all inside and it's all unfiltered so let's get started have you ever seen anyone throw a tomato at anybody ever that's no i imagine that comes from slave trading no like most things in (laughs) most things yeah the united states that's true most things that we say sing watch do come from some horrific historical thing that was like yeah buried or you know oh, yeah I, I mean they i would imagine maybe in the roman times they would throw tomatoes at someone who's trying to fight a lion yeah i that actually sounds right yeah weirdly enough like gladiators and yeah romans lions yeah it's like you got eaten by a lion you suck <laughs> Which, like, with the prices of produce nowadays, I'd be like, yeah, throw me all the tomatoes. Yeah. What else you got? Bananas? That's what we'd say, yeah. Throw me some, yeah. Yeah, pour gasoline all over me. Yeah, yeah. So I can <laughs> squeeze it all into a bucket. Yeah, I have this extra absorbent shirt Yeah. today that I wore specifically to have gasoline dumped on me. I wore Under Armour yeah, yeah. to have gasoline dumped on me. Yeah. One last, one last thing I'll, I'll say about the olden times, um, stoning people. Throwing yeah. stones at people. Yeah, what a man. weird, as a public punishment, mm-hmm. stoning. Man, that's fucked up. That's, first of all, that's like, you have to really wind it up. Yeah. To do what you're trying to do. And think about how many people miss. Oh. Probably. <laughs> like, I can't imagine everyone was like an athlete <laughs> just hitting pinpoint accuracy. <laughs> imagine they throw they miss they're like all right no you're up next yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you missed all right get in line who uh, brought this guy yeah. can't even throw a rock <laughs> fucking he's done yeah. chain him up next to the person throwing people into pits yeah, that was another yeah. thing i feel like throwing people into pits i like that so you wanted to do a little something something about a time mm-hmm. in our lives a time that you can only characterize as, well, it was a time. Uh, yeah. There's not much to be said besides it was a transitionary period. It I'm, was. Um, yeah. It was more than an awkward phase, I think. More than that. And for some, for most, probably worse than high school oh, in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. For some, unfortunately, I don't know what's worse, actually. If this phase was worse than high school, if that's worse, or if it's better than high school, that kind of sounds worse to me. That, like, yeah. this phase was better than high school? How bad was your high school? Mm-hmm. You know? That's a fair point. Yeah. I, I think, I, I would say maybe the consensus would have to be that, and we're talking about middle school, of course. Yes. I feel like the consensus would have to be that Middle school should have been bad for more people mm-hmm. because even if you got to high school and you got all hot, you got all popular, like you were you were still having a bit of an awkward phase in middle school. Yeah. You know, for anyone, at least half of the people who peaked in high school had to have still had a pretty weird, awkward middle school experience. And if you didn't, you're lying. Yeah, you're lying. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Because yeah. that's an awkward transition to go from like elementary to high school and transitioning before there. It's like you're, you know, you, 
you still watch the backyard agains, but you're getting boners. <laughs> right. You know, like right. it's a weird <laughs> <laughs> some some roly poly oly. Yeah, you're still watching like you're still watching Nick Jr. Yeah. But like you also found one of your dad's magazines and you you don't know how you feel about that now. Featuring Nick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> What made you want to talk about this? I was explaining my one of my middle school relationship stories. Yeah. Big quotes around the word relationship, right? Because everyone knows a middle school relationship is bizarre. But yeah, I was I was reliving that moment. Yeah. And I thought, you know what we haven't talked about on the podcast yet, which I feel like everyone can relate to, is just like that awkwardness of middle school Mm -hmm. and the some very good memories for me some really awkward shitty memories and some funny like now they're funny right that you've gained distance from them yeah but yeah that's kind of what sparked it is and i I was curious like what kind of stuff you have (laughs) i was thinking about this on the way over here yeah so i lived in a different state for sixth and seventh grade i lived in kentucky Ooh. Born and raised in Albuquerque, you got to understand, my mom joined the army because we were poor, we were struggling, and we lived in in Barelas, we were in the hood, Mm. and I was like 10 years old telling her when I grow up. I want to be a gangster. Ooh. Like I like that's the, the environment I was in. I was like, you know what I want to do one day? I want to join a gang. I would right. say this. <clears throat> I would dry. I would draw like West side and graffiti letters in my notebooks. Tight. My mom was horrified, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And I, and you know, and I was like a little vato. Like I would, I would talk a la verga. I would <laughs> run around my house and, this fool, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a la Modi's. And my mom was like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've seen enough. She was like, this is not going to end well. And yeah. I, I thank her for it. If my mom didn't join the army, um, I'd probably be dead. Did I still become a heroin addict? Yes. But that was, the, I think, trauma, you know, there was still trauma. Yeah. Um, The weird thing about middle school, now that I think about it, is that I was barely... Well, I wouldn't even say two years now. I probably, between third grade and fifth grade, were probably like the three most traumatic years of my life. Mm. And so I'm going into middle school with a lot of stuff. And we go to Kentucky, but that's when everything changed. And, uh, you know, I was a little gangster. I was a little thug. And then I started hanging out with white kids. Yeah, that'll do it. And it changed a lot. (laughs) Uh, I, and, and it really formed my personality. Mm. Um, I, I'm my best friend, Ryan, shout out Ryan Ellis and shout out Zach Ellis, his brother, good friend down in El Paso. Good man. Army vet, you know? Yeah. Um, shout out. And so, yeah, hanging out with Ryan kind of formed a lot of like he, he, his brother was like into like had a guitar and was like into metal. And that was like, Oh and I, I would always like want to play his brother's guitar. Then like Guitar Hero came out and mm-hmm. I was like, do I like this music? Yeah, like, I think I do. I mean, I always liked Green Day, but like it really just ramped up. And um, and like Ryan loved South Park and I'd watch some South Park. But like, you know, he, that was like his personality was like South Park. And so that really did a number on me. And then skateboarding. Mm. That was huge, too. Yep. So that was kind of how I changed in middle school. I kind of like became more aware, like, and thank God. I mean, if not, you know, you'd be seeing me on KRQE with a face <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. And like, and wanted, you For know, beating I'd be your on girlfriend. Med- What's that? For beating your girlfriend yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> for having for being a real wife beater while wearing a wife beater yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no exactly yeah i'd be on the metro top 10 mm. you know most wanted you would be on one of those billboards that i see all the time where it's like a really blurry <laughs> photo of someone and then like wanted this person robbed a bank exactly <laughs> exactly they're always like five five why yeah five five hispanic yeah 
which like i mean obviously here but you know i mean you're like that's everyone (laughs) yeah like okay thanks yeah (laughs) let me just narrow that down that's every one of my cousins (laughs) do i you want me to line them up in a fucking i mean we talked about stoning i could close my eyes and throw a rock and hit a (laughs) five five hispanic here you know (laughs) like i'm not gonna and that picture are you kidding me there's like three pixels i'm not gonna make someone out like that like who's your guy yeah you need a photoshop guy (laughs) like hey I'll do it for Come you. On. I'll take the picture. You mean to color correct your fucking <laughs> wanted poster? Right. Upgrade the can. Are you kidding me? We're in 2022. Upgrade the cameras. Yeah. We can see Saturn and shit right. in detail. That's what I. But like, I can't get a clear picture of someone robbing the gas station. They're sending a telescope up that can see the beginning of time. Yeah. Right. I can't even. <laughs> I can j- whatever the fuck that telescope's called. <laughs> I I don't even know. The reason I talk about like. Come And I was thinking about this on the way over here. The reason I talk about the fact that I had just come out of probably the three most traumatic years of my life is that it really explains my middle school relationship experiences. Mm. Relationship in quotation marks, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I think my like the first girlfriend I ever had, her name was Kanisha. Kanisha with a K? <laughs> with a K. All right, all right. Kanisha. I don't even know. You know, this was cell phones were real early on. I had yeah. a flip phone. You know, so I'd do a lot of texting, a lot of phone calls. That was those were fun times, you know. I don't I stay up late, have phone calls with friends, yes. play a little PS2. Yeah, and when we get into my stuff too, it involves those mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire three-way phone calls Dude. all the time. Love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and those were good times. Great times. Those were a good three-way call. Yeah. About six hours. Mm-hmm. You know? Saw at least six hours. At least man. a good six. Yeah. yeah. You're sitting there. You're just, you know, you're living the life. Yeah. Um. So I don't remember how I asked her to be my girlfriend. Probably mm-hmm. through text. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's usually. why. Because why do it in person? Why would you? Know? you? I was terrified. Yeah. I was a ter- I was a scared young man with <laughs> lots of great. fucking stuff. I'm already seeing and- similarities. This is great. Keep going. Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we are. We're the very similar. We are. Like we've had a very similar life. It's very similar lo- styles of life. Mm-hmm. So I asked this. I asked Kanisha to be my girlfriend. She says, "Yeah." Obviously, that doesn't involve much boyfriending and girlfriending. Mostly texting. I do got to ask too, real quick, is when you say you asked, yeah, what were the what were the exact words? Because that's always very key. Mm. That's always a good indicator of what stage of life you're in when how you ask someone. Yeah, the text probably said um, "r" with just an "r." Yeah, I love it already. And then "u" with just a "u." <laughs> down <laughs> to the number. B with just a B, mm-hmm. my GF. Boom. If I had to guess, it was probably something along those lines. And that's an irresistible message. Yeah, you get, yeah. How could you say no? She was like, oh, my body's changing. Mm-hmm. I see now that I got this text and I'm ha- I'm realizing the changes in myself. And she's seeing positive characteristics in you. Yeah. Like, look how he abbreviated that sentence. Exactly. He He made... Such an impact in so few words. Yeah. I, I like w- this man. She thought like he's efficient. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I can get behind that. Yeah. Here's the thing. Once someone becomes my girlfriend, I become insane. Mm. I become insane and I become obsessive. And I didn't know much about that because yeah. this was like my first girlfriend. And once again, barely a year removed from three of the most traumatic experiences of my life. Fair. I didn't know I was looking for a mommy. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know? So, and also one thing that happens is my mom, she's in the army. She works with, uh, her dad. Oh, and my mom goes to her dad and is like, Hey, I think our kids are boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm. And there's a bit much different dynamic between a father and a daughter big time than a mother and her and her son boy and so if your mom works with her dad yeah that means that her dad your your girlfriend's dad i want to clarify that means her dad's in the army yes that's big yikes that's big yikes yeah that's horrific Mm -hmm. 
And so, of course, he goes home, probably raises hell. Yeah. Um, You have a boyfriend? Yeah. You know, do something. Drop down and give me 20, he probably said. Probably. Something like that. Drop down and give me 20. He, he said. probably got the fire hose and was just spraying her. Just spraying her. He was like, I learned this in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was like, I, he like waterboards his. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he like water. <laughs> He's getting waterboards her. <laughs> you have a boyfriend. I'm going to waterboard you. And then there was a shift. And I think she could feel my overzealousness. I think me and my mom crossed the line mm. together because we were both a little antsy. I think my mom was like, thank God. And I think I was like, thank God I have a girlfriend. Yeah. And then there was a shift. And that was the first time I ever f- felt someone pull away from me Mm. in a way that made me want to latch onto them even more and in a way that in turn pushed them away even further. Yeah, sure. And you could just feel it. And she would like, you know, and there was a cute guy who was a friend of mine who she sat, (laughs) you know, in like desks, yeah, like a yeah. four desk cluster. Oh yeah. And I'm on the other side of the room and she's on the other side Uh. with a cute guy. That's the first time I felt homicidal resentment towards another guy (laughs) for, for just looking good. Yeah. Right. And being attractive. But of course, like I'm insecure too. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm a fat slob. That's what I think of myself. (laughs) This guy, you know, he's got like a, a middle school six pack, Mm -hmm. which means he's just so skinny that the small muscles in his stomach show. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then she broke up with me. I don't know why. I don't know how. I mean, I know why. I don't know how. Yeah. And then uh, the second quote unquote girlfriend was a girl named Delisha. 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 You got to remember I was in Kentucky. Okay. A lot of creative names. Is this D-E-L-I-S-H-A? You know, I think it was D-E-L-E-S-H-A. Okay. The D-E-L-E-S-H-A. And yeah, this was Kentucky. This was in New Mexico. It was also yeah. army based. So people from all over the country okay. think her family might've been from Georgia, mm. something like that. Where, where she gets her peaches, where she get them peaches. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not like New Mexico and it's not Juanita, you know, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so literally everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> So then, you know, um, I, she, she was cool. I would walk her to school and I remember we planned on kissing mm-hmm. on a walk to school. That's always like a, a plan, fair, right? Like back in those days. Yeah. It's never spontaneous. It's always a plan. You had to plan it. Yeah. You got to get consent. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's still true. Um, but like. Yeah, this this was like, let me pencil this in. So at this day, right at this spot. Yeah. We're going to hold hands today. All right. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll say to what with her being my, I, I think, well, this might have been how I asked Kanisha to be my girlfriend, too. The same way I asked Alicia to be my girlfriend is I sent a friend off on a mission. Mm hmm. Uh, this is what's weird about middle school. I remember she might have liked me, Delisha. And she might have told someone who told me, this is a little fun. That's yeah, fun. That is. That's game of telephone. Little game of telephone. This is like when phones are around, but <laughs> they're not as like our parents still don't let us go to school with them. Yeah. So you're still communicating with other people mm-hmm. instead of asking people to date you in the metaverse. <laughs> right. Which will be soon. Yeah, very soon. Um, Scarily soon. And I think, yeah, someone said she liked me and I, I sent someone and I also, for some reason, I remember someone kind of being like about Delisha, like, well, she doesn't have a boyfriend. You should ask her, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. It's always word of mouth. Always. Yeah. Who's who? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a real who's who. (laughs) Who's what? Yes. Uh, I sent someone on a mission to ask her to be my girlfriend and she said yes. And I, I think for a week would wave at her from across a room. Nice. <laughs> nice. You know, hey, you're signs my of a real connection. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're, you're my girlfriend, I guess. Right? <laughs> I guess that's, is that what's happening? Yeah. Um, so 
but then it you know then we got to texting and got to actually liking each other and i had a very fairy tale first kiss honestly it was in a oh. you know i think you know we wa- i walked her to school and you know we stopped at a nice area under a tree mm-hmm. yeah it's always under a tree it's always under a tree That's where mine was too yeah and we had a kiss um and that was nice and yeah. then i think we were like the first people in our grade to like make out Ooh. and i remember like at the end of the year like <laughs> this is a crazy story it's not that crazy of a story it's just weird to think about but like people didn't believe us that we made out yeah like they didn't believe that we used tongue <laughs> to yeah, kiss yeah. each other <laughs> i was always a little cochino you know what i mean yeah and um and and we had my friend ryan he had like an end of the school year kind of party thing mm-hmm. and like people didn't believe that we made out and they were like we want to watch you guys <laughs> <laughs> i'll spit my water out <laughs> a couple of people were like we don't believe you prove it and we were like done wow and we we tongue kissed each other in front of people and that's crazy they were blown away that they is were like, wild that's real that and that reminds me of an experience that I had. Ooh, kind of. It happened. Not with me. I <laughs> wasn't. I wasn't the one being watched. I was watching. Yeah, but I didn't know what I was going to be watching. Right. So, real quickly, what happened was there was this girl who was my friend, like genuinely one of my friends, and and she was kind of like emo-y and edgy and all yeah. this kind of stuff, right? And you're at this like awkward for this might have been like seventh grade right you're at this awkward phase some people are starting to feel some feelings some people are carving out their own path a little bit they're seeing they're seeing the potential and she was one of the first people that i ever met in my life that was like bisexual Mm -hmm. which i mean at seventh grade i'm like what is that what yeah what does that mean you like boys and girls hmm and so she ended up getting into like a middle school relationship at one point with a girl. Right. And because this was like everybody's first experience with someone who was bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> this, it was like, it like spread like wildfire. Like, did you hear so-and-so likes girls too? Yeah. And all this stuff. And then, so one day it was like during lunch and obviously I'm her friend, right? Yeah. So she's like, do you want to see something? And I was like, <laughs> Sure. And she grabbed me and like a couple other people, a mix of us. There were a couple couple guys and some girls. And like we're all just following her. And we go around a corner and that girl's there. And they just start making out wow. for everyone to see. Wow. And we were like, whoa. That's amazing. She's probably on OnlyFans now. She knows what the people want. I'm Maybe. <laughs> you know, you do wonder. You're like, where are these people? Where are these people? Kentucky was a completely different fucking world. Yeah. And not only was it a completely different world, but I was going to school on a military base. Mm. And so like when someone's brother in high school smoked weed, that was hot gossip. Ooh, man. You know, that was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. That was like super like, it was like a rare that mm-hmm. you would hear those kinds of stories, at least in my, you know, I'm sure there was a little more than I know. Yeah. Um. So I moved back to Albuquerque in eighth grade. And let me tell you. So I went to Hoover. Oh, okay. Now I knew a lot of people at Hoover because I went to elementary school with all of them, at mm-hmm. least for a couple of grades, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and fifth grade before I moved to Kentucky fifth grade. So I went to John Baker, Mitchell, and Matheson Park. Mm. And let's just say, (laughs) completely different fucking world. Let's just say the first time I ever drank alcohol was at school, Mm. at Hoover. You know, that's crazy that like in middle school, people are doing very adult shit sometimes. Oh, people were bringing full bottles of alcohol to school. Yeah. We were in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. I knew people had already done cocaine. Holy shit. I knew people had already done ecstasy. Damn. We're talking about is euphoria realistic. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the first time I ever smoked weed was 
Under the Bridge, Holiday Park. There you go. Eighth grade. Man. The first time I ever saw a gun. Ooh. So that was just, that's the juxtaposition. Middle school in Kentucky, middle school in Albuquerque. Like, like yeah. I said, yeah, the first time I ever took a drink of alcohol, a friend of mine brought a full bottle of alcohol to school, and I took a big pull from it before I walked home. <sighs> Great day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Worst day of my fucking life. I mean, you know, I can't believe I didn't think I was an alcoholic for a period of time. I'm like, I'm a fucking pure born alcoholic. Yeah. Um, and then one time, yeah, friend of mine uh, pulled me into the bathroom and said, I want to show you something. Oh, there we go. That's always it, right? I yeah, want to show you. Let me cock. show you something. Why did we never question? We should have questioned. Like, well, what? Yeah. We just followed blindly. <laughs> like, All right, cool. What, what, yeah, what do we got? What's I behind wish, door number one? I wish it was his dick he wanted to show me. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. It was a gun. Mm. It was a gun. He showed me a gun <laughs> that he brought to school. Yeah. Thankfully, I'm a fucking, I, and I've always been, it's actually one of my like best qualities is I'm pretty good and calm under pressure. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, wow. Yeah. That's a gun. Can I hold it? I held <laughs> it, gave it back to him. Okay. Well, yeah. I won't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that was insanity. And, wow. and so, yeah, that was Hoover, man. And my dating Dylan Hoover, you know, I, I like this one chick, man. And I hung out with her and kiss smooched on her or whatever. And then like, this was the first time in my life that someone slightly made fun of me for dating someone. Hmm. And I stopped talking to her the next day. Oh, and Ouch. that, that's something that had like manifested into my adulthood where I was worried about what other people thought about the person I was with. Yeah. Like I don't deal with that no more, but like there was, I dealt with that for a little while until my early adulthood. And so like, I think that like someone was just like, Oh, you're with her. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, it's true that, you know, I I missed a lot of opportunities out of fear in my life dating wise, Mm. just because I had fear about what other people would think. Maybe I was attracted to that person and maybe they weren't your traditional attractive, you know, whatever. Yeah. Socially, it's like stupid, right? Mm -hmm. Because fear, like, why would you let it hold you back? But so that was Felicia and that was like what happened. I hung out with her and I feel bad for her. I remember in front of these guys, in front of the guys who were kind of making fun of me and they were like, oh, you're talking to her. Um, she came up to me in the morning at, at school and she was like really happy to see me. Mm. And I kind of gave her a cold shoulder and that's tough. That's rough. That's rough. So I did that. And then, and then what happened was I became best friends with a girl and, and that started my very long career of becoming best friends with women who I was in love with. Mm. them not wanting me intimately me never telling them I'm in love with them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. That was the beginning of my career there. And then I didn't have a girlfriend throughout high school because I just did that thing. That's your Jim Halpert origin story. Exactly. We just talked about the office last week. There you go. Yeah. So, so there you have it. I mean, at least, you know, just, just a brief summary. Um, I went from, you know, kissing my first girlfriend under a tree yeah, to to being in a bathroom with a 12 a, a, a year old with a gun. Yeah. Right. So that's that's how we'll sum up my middle school experience. And I can't wait to hear yours. Yeah. So I had some of the best memories and some of the worst memories. Yeah. In middle school. I guess I'll kick it off with the relationship stuff. Yeah. Again, big, big quotation marks around relationships. (laughs) And this started about the same way any other middle school relationship starts. It's like you're in class. And I don't know if you've experienced this, but this has always been like a theme within my life where like people around me feel the need to try and get me into a relationship Mm, for mm. some reason. I don't know what it is about me that they're like, you look sad and lonely. (laughs) 
we're going to get you someone, man. Which, well, like, what a way to make someone feel even more sad and lonely. Yeah, maybe that was what was happening to me, actually, now that I think about it. People yeah. were like, guy, we got to, you know, we got to get you somewhere. You're, yeah. you're like, you're getting into Slipknot. You're watching Scarface. You're in middle school. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need to find your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. So for whatever reason, they, they something prompted them to be like, we're going to get you a girlfriend, man. Yeah. And again, I blindly go along. Sure. You know good luck kind of a thing. Right. And like we get out of class and we're walking and this girl, like the, I mean the first girl that they see, <laughs> she's like walking towards us and they're, they're like, Hey, do you want to date our friend? <laughs> and she kind of like looks at me, gives me a, a, an up and down look, scans, <laughs> scans the profile <laughs> and just is like, no, shakes her head, oh. says no, walks off. Oh, I mean, that's right out the gate, right? So I'm I'm not already feeling very good about myself. Um, it turns out that she was friend or not friends, but like, well, yeah, friends and dated one of my friends, okay. my good friends at the time. And at the time they weren't dating, but like we knew. And so then a couple days later, we're at lunch playing football like we always did. We always played football at lunch. Yeah. Or basketball. Those are the best. Yeah. And she showed up with one of her friends and they were kind of like playing with us, throwing the ball around. And she was being like nicer to me. Mm-hmm. She was smiling at me. I was like, oh, you know, she, she totally buried me in the ground with her no or before. But like, at least she's kind of cool. Yeah. So then spring break comes. And again, this is a, a story we talked about of why I don't like to go swimming, but here's the the full story. I'm hanging out with my cousin and it, and we're, we're staying up late. We're playing halo two on the OG Xbox. Ugh. I mean, come on. Ugh. Am I painting a picture for you yet? Yes. Are you feeling the nostalgia? You're, uh, I feel it. Yeah. And so I have a, I have a track phone mm-hmm. at the time and like, so, you know, your minutes matter Yeah, for real talk about abbreviations earlier with you but so i'm texting that friend for whatever reason the one who was dating her and he just out of the blue was like hey you know i'm i'm talking to her right now and she said that if you asked her out she would say yes what kind of like middle school polyamorous shit is this right (laughs) and why was everyone so eager to help me get into a relationship is i that sad of a human being Kind of. I mean, I wore polos a lot in middle school. Yeah. So much so that this girl used to call me polo. (laughs) (laughs) That's embarrassing. (laughs) I'm being vulnerable with you all today. Yeah, you're hitting it, man. This is therapy. Yeah, this is therapy. I need to get this out. Yeah. So I can heal from my past uh, traumatized self. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. Okay. And he gave me her number. And again, luckily I had my cousin with me and I was freaking out, you know, we're in the kitchen eating snacks and I'm like, well, what should I do? What, what do I say? And he was like, just say, Hey, do you want to go out? So I did. Okay. And she said, yes. Already, um, should have been an indicator of the kind of person she is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to go out? That's a good one. Yeah. I like it's that. pretty simple, right? Yeah. To the point. Yeah. But like, I like that there was no... There was no beating around the bush. There was no like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? How yeah. are you? Uh-huh, me too. No way. That's crazy. There was no beating around. It was just, I know I've never texted you before in my life, but hey, you want to go out. Exactly. Right to it. And so, she, yeah, she said, yes, I'm jumping for joy. I'm like, this is cool. My cousin was telling me to start calling her baby and all that stuff right away. Oh. <laughs> and um, so then it was late at night and now we're in my room me and my cut. Like, I mean, you're talking like typical sleepover scenario. We got sleeping bags on the floor. We're sitting by like night light and we're just like giggling. And I'm talking to this girl and I find out that my family and her and her family are going to be both in Las Vegas, Nevada over spring break. Yeah. Which like, Whoa, what are the odds? But I, you know, I'm not an adult. I don't have like, privileges in that way where i can just go off on my own in a big city you're not gonna take her to the bellagio yeah no we're not we're not getting fine dining (laughs) or anything out there i'm probably not even gonna see her right (laughs) well it turns out that one of the days that i was there we both happened to be 
at a swimming pool at a hotel. And I wasn't expecting to see her or anything like that. Me and my cousin were just playing basketball in the swimming pool, having fun. And I get out of the pool and I'm by my family and I'm toweling off. And this girl swims up to me and I, she went to my school, Yeah, but she wasn't the girl I was dating. She was like friends slash half sisters with her or something, some kind of interesting arrangement. Yeah. And she swims up and says, Hey, do you know so-and-so the girl I was dating? And I said, yeah. And she's like, yeah, she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't want to go out with you anymore. Oh. And, and swims off. And swims off into the into the sunset. Yeah. Like fucking like a mermaid. She just appeared, <laughs> said some siren shit, and then disappeared into the night. And that's it, because also you just think about how before that, you know, you're living it good. You're playing basketball in a swimming pool in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's like the essence of the transition. Oh, man. Is like before all this stuff, like you don't care. You're playing Halo 2. You're fucking living good. You're wearing polos. Yep. (laughs) And against my will. Against your will. (laughs) And then you experience rejection. Yeah. And I mean, listen to that. Listen to what you just said. Put yourself in your middle school shoes. Yeah. And think about that. A lit ass night with your cousin, late night playing video games. Yeah. Asking a girl out, she says yes. Now you're in Las Vegas swimming with a different cousin and family. You're living it up. I mean, I was on cloud nine of cloud nine. Yeah. And then you get plummeted back to reality. And not to mention, this girl said and did all this in front of my whole family (laughs) who is standing right there and they watch and she swims away and they all look at me like, who was that? Yeah. And and I'm trying to play it cool. I'm like, I don't don't know. Yeah, you're like, she must have thought I was someone else. <laughs> and so cue my insecurity or fueled my insecurity really yes. about swimming. Cause in my mind, I'm like, well, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Now she saw me with my shirt off at the pool and now we're over. Yep. Connection made connection immediately made. We call that neuro pathways. Yeah. Oh, those neuro pathways were wide open, baby. Yeah. A five way high, <laughs> five lane highway. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking autobahn. Yes. Fuck. And she was going full speed. Yeah. So this saga's not over because we broke up, right? Yeah. I'm heartbroken, devastated. And I honestly don't remember what school was like after that. Like I don't really remember talking to her a whole lot in person, but we would do the three-way phone call thing. Okay. Like pretty regularly. We would talk on the phone like almost every day after school for hours. And then I got in touch with an elementary school friend of mine. Yeah. This guy. And uh, because we had like a youth group thing or whatever that we would do. So then one of the days I I was like, dude, hop in. Me and my friends, we talk on the phone after school. Like hop in on this call. Yeah. So he does. And then we're talking one day with her, with him, all that. Everyone kind of has to go. And so now it's just me on the phone with him and I've got to go eat dinner. And I, he, I'm about to go and he's like, Hey, who was that girl by the way? Yeah. And I said, Oh, that's, you know, so-and-so we go to school together. And he said, Hey, can, well, can I have her number? And I was like, uh, I was hesitant. Yeah. Cause I'm still fresh off the breakup still hurts. It's tender. So I was like, well, yeah, just, just promise me one thing. Just like promise me you won't like ask her out or anything. And he was like, yeah, no man, of course, of course. So I'm not shooting you the next day. I get on the phone with him. He's like, dude, guess what? And I was like, what, what? And he said, I talked to the girl and I asked her out and she said, yes. And I was like, wow, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. As they say, this is your villain origin story. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this, that's what this is. <laughs> so I have to play it cool and be like happy for the guy. Yeah. And um, again, this is a girl who's never even met this dude. She talked to him on the phone once <laughs> and said yes to him. Oh, these hoes ain't loyal. It, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so um, I don't remember how we got to talking about it, but we, her and I were texting one day and she was basically telling me that she was 
like thinking of breaking up with him. Wow. You were getting the, you were getting a scoop. Yeah. I was getting the inside track here. Yeah. And this obviously was my villain origin story. Well, not villain. I would say this was my origin story to being attracted towards toxic women. Oh yeah. Toxic behavior. Yeah. Your origin story towards loving villains. Yes. Towards loving the person who just kind of like strings you along or like gets you really hooked and then shatters you. Oh, it started here for sure. That's a good one. And so, so she was telling me this and for whatever reason, right. My middle school mind was like, well, maybe there's a chance then. And again, no beating around the bush. Really. I kind of cut to the chase and I was like, so maybe like, do you think after you guys break up, we could get back together? Ooh. And she was like, um, yeah, I mean, possibly <laughs> it's That's not a no and it's you... not a yes. So I'm on the hook, right? Like <laughs> It's the last thing you want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> possibly. Yeah. And I'm paraphrasing, but of it course. was basically just possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, like, I'll check my schedule. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll check my, uh, agenda, my, yeah. my, my school issued agenda. <laughs> she's like, I got a, I got a pen pal in, <laughs> in Chile that, uh, <laughs> I got to date him for a little bit. I've never met him, but we're three letters in. So it's pretty serious He's getting there. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. So then, then, then the day comes not, not long after that. And she texts me and says, I broke up with him. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I had no, I, no reaction, no care almost to, where I was like, Oh man, I'm so sorry. So <laughs> do you think, uh, do you want to get back together or like, oh, good. yeah, she said yes. Okay. Immediately because she just apparently says yes to everyone. Yeah. Except for me. The very first time she met me, if you remember, she said no, mm. but, um, yeah. So now we're dating again officially and like she starts saying, I love you and we plan to hold hands at school. Okay. And now like the first time I dated her, I didn't see her. Yeah. Because I was already on spring break. So I never came in contact with her the first time I was dating her. Second time I dated her, though, yeah. Put the arm around the shoulder. Uh She was my first kiss. Yeah. We also kissed under a tree. Love it. She had her friend slash sister do all her dirty work, right? That was the person who broke up with me for her. Yeah. That was also the person who found me after school and said, you know, she wants to see you. Like, she wants to kiss you, basically. She's like her assistant. Yeah. She's like her, like, handler. Yeah, exactly. She's like, come with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And brought us together. We kissed under the tree. We missed the first time. Yeah. So we did it again. Yeah. Flawless execution. That was kind of it. That one lasted about a week. Mm-hmm. First one lasted, I think, three days. So significant improvement. More than doubled my my time. Yeah. And then never anything again with her after that. Just nothing. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure she broke up with me, but I don't remember like how it went down. And then she gave you maybe some shoulder, some cold shoulder. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember having any really contact, any sort of contact with her after that. It's crazy how like those experiences, at least for me, like. Like you said, like I, there was a kind of boldness, like there was a period of time where I was not afraid to ask someone out. Mm-hmm. And I think through those experiences, kind of like the ones you're talking about, like more and more, I was just like petrified to ask someone out, petrified of rejection. Yeah. Couldn't take it. And maybe that's where my fear of rejection came from. Right. Because I, I mean, I was pretty cut to the chase there wasn't a whole lot of fear. Yeah. Right? Like someone said, she's interested. All right, let's, we want to go out. There wasn't, I didn't overthink it. I didn't think about my approach. I just did it. But then after two or three rejections in middle school, now I'm overthinking everything. Yeah. 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 That was exactly it. And you have uh, my second middle school relationship. Yes. Which again was a three dayer. The old three day. The old three, yeah, a weekend. Now in middle school, that's a lifetime. Yeah, I mean that's why I said a week was like pretty yeah. significant. A week is huge. Yeah, that's big, dude. Big time. That is big. Like you're off the market for a week. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Good luck. People are going to forget about you when you, you come back. You got my MySpace top friend for a week? Yeah. Girlfriend? You're practically married. 
you move your mom on this, it's this into the second spot. You put your girlfriend in the first spot. That's big deal. Big deal. Like Top you're eight. one step away from getting a timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so my second girlfriend, nothing too crazy, nothing too special really in terms of like how it went down just again, texting. And she actually was the one who told me herself that she liked me while we were texting. Wow. And I was like, whoa yeah okay and it was really exciting like the adrenaline was up when she told me and and i didn't know what to do so i just followed suit from the time before and i said well do you want to go out yeah she said yes and cool we're going out and this was on a friday so again while i'm dating her i didn't see her (laughs) asked her out friday night we're broken up with like sunday (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and it happened because my friend was kind of the culprit a little bit. Like he was excited for me and kept asking like, so when are you going to kiss her? When are you going to kiss her? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. And so then I guess he started asking her, oh, when are you going to kiss him? Like, you guys going to kiss? When are you going to kiss him? And that weirded her out. And I think she got the impression that I was the one like asking through him in a way. And so we found out, I don't remember how I found that out later, but I found that out later that that's kind of why she broke up with me. Cause she was like, yeah, I've just felt pressured and weird. And I was like, great. Awesome. I love that for me. And again, she didn't, she was the one to tell me she liked me, but she was not the one to break up with me. Yeah. One of her friends messaged me. And sent me the hey dot dot dot. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst text to get. Yeah. You never want a hey dot dot dot. You want the hey multiple Y's. You don't want the hey multiple dots. Hey multiple Y's, preferably with a smiley face. Preferably, yeah. Preferably. Hey dot dot dot. Different story. Bad news. That could be anything. Yeah. But it's usually like, hey, I'm about to tell you something delicate. Brace for impact. Yeah. Are you sitting down? Yes. That's like what that means. Are you, are you sitting right now? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The dots are then like laying out a blanket for you Mm -hmm. saying, have a seat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so the friend messaged me and I remember being taken back by that. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a hot shot again. My head was really big at the time. And I was like, whoa, another girl's texting me. Right. Oh man. (laughs) Well, I had a girlfriend for two days and they're already coming after me. (laughs) You're and thinking, was, I'm going to steal her friend. That's and what I, you're thinking. Well, I didn't know what, but I was not expecting that. And I was humbled very quickly. And she just said, she wants to break up with you. <laughs> yep. That's it. And that's, that's how I, it went down in middle school for me. This, this weasel friend of yours, I hate that because the homies in middle school, they're always mad weird. Mm-hmm. the homies are always mad weird in middle school and they're doing that thing. And you're like, Hey, like jump off my deal here. Yeah. Like, don't go running around asking her when, when was she going to kiss me? Like I'll ask her. Yeah. You know, the homies are always mad weird. It's always the homie too. Who's like, he's not there yet. So it's like he, what he's really doing is he's like, I want to live through you kissing her. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. He's like, so he needs to know when it's gonna happen, so he can just like, he can live through you to experience his first kiss because he hasn't had that yet. Yeah. So yeah, the homies are mad weird in middle school, and you know, I, I truthfully, I wasn't even really mad at him. Yeah, I wasn't even when I found out that that was the reason. Like, he was a good friend, and I have this understanding now that obviously, like you said, we're just excited. Yes. Like, oh, our friend, especially because everyone always wanted me to have a girlfriend for whatever reason. It, they're like excited. He got a girlfriend. Awesome. Right. So how's this going to progress? And like in middle school, it just seems like everything is so cut. Okay. You ask her out, cut to the chase. Yeah. When are you kissing? When are you guys holding hands? You know, when you, do you want me to be a witness at the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Can I be your kid's godfather? Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Um, and that friend actually, he was a good friend and we had great times together. I, I often think that like the movie super bad. Yeah. 
I felt more super bad in middle school than I ever did in high school. Yeah. And not in like the cool, like we got a bunch of alcohol at the party way, like towards the beginning of the movie where it's all the friends hanging out in the basement together. Yep. And we're all kind of like misfit losers, but we have each other. Yes. That was me in middle school and my friends. And like he, he had super cool birthday parties back to back. He had at this resort. It's nice. It's way out there. But I mean, they've got like, you can fly in a helicopter. They got horseback riding, tennis courts, basketball courts, a movie theater, two pools, one for adults, one for everyone else with a water slide. Jesus. It's nice out there. It is nice as shit. Mm -hmm. And that's where he had his birthday party. Mm -hmm. So it was me, him and our other friends, the one who dated my first girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So here we all are, man. And we got to cut loose. Like we got our own hotel room. Oh. And like we're, we're, his parents are just bringing us snacks and food. He brought his Xbox 360. We're playing Halo. We're playing uh, Gears of War probably. Oh. Yeah. Gears. Yeah. And like, I mean, you cut a couple of kids loose on a hotel grounds and it's a good time. Like from the moment we got there, man, it was nonstop laughing. My friend was like wild, dude. He would every piece of food he could get his hands on, he was throwing at us. Like they, <laughs> they had apples in the lobby in a bowl. He had that. He was chasing my friend around, throwing them like outside. Yeah. We were now that I'm talking about it, it's like shitheads. <laughs> well, it's weird how the perception changes. Yeah. Right? Because when you're young, like you have you're free. Mm-hmm. You have not a care in the world. I never had freedom like that yeah. before, you know, at that age. That was something new. You grow up and grantedly, like if I saw that and I was at a hotel and I was trying to get away for a nice weekend and there's kids throwing apples, yeah. <laughs> I'd be shaking my fist like an old man. But at the same time, it's like, you know, as you're growing up, it's like they that you get broken down more and more yeah. until you're just like, you know what? You don't like well, imagine if we still had the, the, the essence to run around a hotel lobby like a bunch of kids jump yes. on the beds and such, man. And. And it was kind of like a movie. Yeah. You know, like literally like a movie. It was us three. And somehow magically we went out exploring, right? Mm-hmm. You got to explore the hotel, especially this one. I mean, this was like the coolest. And so we went to the movie theater and we we're like, I don't even remember what was playing at the time, but we happened to stumble upon a group of three girls who were also staying there. Oh right? my God. Like a movie. And we befriend them. And now all six of us are exploring the hotel together. Oh and Yeah. We sneak in to the pool area because it's yeah. closed. It's supposed to be closed after hours. And we sneak in and we like go up to the water slide part. And like we're just hanging out up there talking. And like we play hide and seek on the grounds. And oh it's nighttime. God. It's dark outside. And then eventually we're sitting in a circle in the grass right outside our rooms. And their room was really close to ours. And we got a blanket. And we're all like just sitting and talking. And like, dude, it was like a movie. Like That's an experience. And one of the best still to this day, one of the best memories I ever have from middle school from all time in terms of like a friend's birthday party. Never had anything like that since. Yeah. No <laughs> offense to my friends who have thrown birthday parties, but it's going to be hard to top that one. It's going to be hard to top that one for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. You're never going to, it's, that's, there's a beauty to it. Mm-hmm. There's a hint of sadness where it's like, that was, that was just that, you know? Do you, are, do you ever going to get that again? That was the peak of middle school. That's the peak of middle Absolute school. Absolute peak. Potentially the peak of life. Boy, that would be sad. <laughs> <laughs> that depresses me to Good think point. that. But. Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it just felt like super bad. Like the way me and my friends would hang out and have our sleepovers and do dumb shit. We would truth or dare. We dare each other and like make our friends eat gross shit till they threw up and like, yeah, you know, watch movies. Oh dude, my friend, (laughs) me and him were hanging out one time and it was pretty commonly known that his mom was an attractive woman. Right. Right. Ah, an attractive woman and his sister. And she's a single mother. Yeah. And the older sister in high school and it's you and your friend. And like one night, I was having a sleepover with him and we went to like Walmart, get a bunch of snacks. And we, he saw this movie. He's like, Oh, we should watch this movie. And it was good luck. Chuck. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. (laughs) It was good luck. Chuck. Yeah. (laughs) 
we weren't even and it's i think it's right i'm sure it's rated r it's basically uh, yeah. dane cook and jessica alba yeah, and dane cook has this like curse put on him as a kid this hex to where every woman he sleeps with the next person she meets like that's the man she falls in love with and marries and so he he goes on this spree where like he just like has sex with a bunch of women and he can never fall in love because they always fall in love with someone else right after him. Anyway, the opening scene is him getting uh getting some downtown action at a, on a beach, knocking boots. Yeah. That's the opening scene. Yeah. So, we weren't even old enough to get the movie. His mom had to show her ID for us to get the movie. <laughs> and so we get back and she's like, "I'll watch a little bit with you guys." And she sits next to me on the couch, and then that's the first scene. And I'm feeling awkward because I'm feeling things from the scene. I'm feeling things from his mom sitting next to me and I'm both awkward and I feel like I feel a lot of stuff. I feel a lot of things happening. Yes. Yes. And it's scary. And I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know where to look. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how to be. You didn't know how to be. All, all of a sudden, I forgot like how to sit. Yeah. Like how? Do, what do I do? How do I sit down? Where do my hands go? Yep. What do I do with my tongue? Is the it t- resting on the roof of my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Does my tongue ever rest? Well, you know what you'd like to have your tongue be doing, and that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> You're like, for the first time in my life, my tongue is potentially to be used for something other than eating ice cream and dropping sick bars and dr- yeah <laughs> <laughs> dropping sick bars <laughs> just so the mom she didn't try and turn it off no that's a cool mom right there yeah and she, i mean she had like a very cool reaction to it she yeah. was kind of laughing like oh my god i think she played it off like i don't know if i'm supposed to be watching this you know that makes it even worse you're yeah. like you're being so cool about this she's like laughing she's like ha ha you boys you're like yeah, you're like, oh my god. You're like, who are you? Yeah, those were really just those were the times, and that's how I felt too about my, you know, the times with my friend Ryan. It's like, yeah, Gears of War till four a.m. Mm-hmm. Fuck everything else in the world. All you knew was get some kills, fucking chainsaw gun a guy. Yes, you know, screaming the n word into an <laughs> Xbox Live microphone, like yeah. just the good old days. Yeah. Those were the good old days. Halo 3, oh, man. Gears, Halo 2, Madden. That was, yeah. I mean, that was the game, man. I feel like back then it was Halo. Halo Everyone was, was talking about Halo. Everyone was playing Halo. Yeah. That was all we would do when we got together was have Halo parties in a way. Just over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's Halo, Halo, Halo. Yeah. That was like pre-Call of Duty. I mean, there was a Call of Duty out. That was like Call of Duty 2. It's not like what we know today at all. But like, that was like when Halo was the vibe, Gears was the vibe. Fucking gear. I'd do anything to get my hand on a Gears. They just don't have an Xbox, but. Oh, okay. Fucking Gears, dude. Oh, my God. Man. And. Those were just, those were the, like, those were the best times. Like, I remember that and that's how it was, you know, you would, you would get together with some group of people and the Kentucky vibe, you know, it was very much outdoors. You know, you were walking around with a gang of just, and you guys were just doing everything, getting into mischiefs, you know, little truth or dares fucking, Mm -hmm. I mean, where's the time gone? Well, it's so different now. Like even now you saying that, I remember that same friend who had the attractive mother. Yeah. Like we, times were so different, man. Like we would get our airsoft guns Mm -hmm. and like have airsoft boards in the streets. Yeah. Just like out in the open. Like nowadays, are you joking? Like. No, fuck no. And and we would walk around with those. He'd be in the middle of the night and we'd grab airsoft guns. And he had a friend that would hang out with us too who lived just like two streets down. And yeah. we'd be like, yo, let's walk to his house. Let's get more ammo for our airsoft guns. And then let's go to the, there was a school right there. Let's go like hang out on the playground and pretend we're hunting zombies. And yes. Harmless. But nowadays, are you joking? Nowadays, you first of all, you go to a playground at night in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
You're going you're to be a witness to a crime. Yeah, absolutely. And those are just the facts. Yeah. Second of all, you walk around with anything that looks like a gun. You're going to have the Albuquerque Police Department drawing oh. real guns on you, mm-hmm. surrounded. And then they'll, I mean, they will just shoot you. They'll just shoot you. And it wasn't that long ago. I feel like I saw something in the news where a kid got in trouble because they were, they ate their Pop-Tart in the, into the shape of a gun. Oh, <laughs> And what? like the, it was seen on like a security camera. And so they thought they had an actual gun. Oh my God. I'm not kidding. Look that up. I'm unless that's a Mandela effect. And I imagine that I'm pretty sure that was an article where someone had a pop tart in the shape of a gun. No, because anything trouble. is possible. Of course that happened. Yeah. Cause everything happens. Like everything's insane. Mm-hmm. Of course that happened. Of course. No, I remember the airsoft gun wars. Those were fucking a blast, dude. Yeah. That was like the funnest shit ever. You get fucking, you get shot in the ass. Everyone laughs. Mm. Those things hurt like fuck. Dude, but. especially point blank. I've been point blank oh a few times. Oh, my God. That's when, Ooh. you know, when you were, and it's like, it's really, not to be an old kook, but it's like, it really was the thing. It's like, yeah, we had Xboxes. Yeah, we had phones, but there was still outside. Yep. You would still outside and you, you could go outside and not fear um, getting caught in a crossfire of, of a gang war. Yeah. Um, you could go outside and not fear getting like super kidnapped. I mean, maybe like a little bit kidnapped, but not, <laughs> no, not super kidnapped. only some light kidnapping. You go outside, you weren't afraid you might step on a dirty needle yeah, you know, yeah. and and you could shoot some airsoft guns, and you weren't sitting inside watching David Dobrik for twelve hours. Yeah, that's what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. A little bit, it's and a little streaming. less outside. <laughs> it's like you said, you're asking, you know, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yes, no, but it's like a it's like a notes app in the metaverse instead of mm-hmm. instead of a real piece of paper. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like the concepts there. Times are just different. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean it's it's really going to be like I'm grateful. I'm grateful for when I was born. I think when you look at the span of history, you're going to see like <clears throat> our generation, the 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 late millennial, early Gen Z, that's mm-hmm. kind of where we we stand. Yeah. That's like the best place to be. Cuz you got a little bit of the old school. Yep. You know, you got a little bit of that. You got a little bit of, you know, I've I've seen a pager mm-hmm. in my life and I'm going to see Neuralink. I don't you know, I don't know that I've ever seen a pager in real life. I know my mom had one. I know my dad had one, I think, too. Maybe, Everyone. Maybe my parents I, did. I don't what, Yeah. Hmm. I remember that. I remember pagers. If you got to see the old Taco Bell layout, like, yeah, that's the essence of the late 90s <laughs> you know yeah if you played in a mcdonald's play pin come on thing i got stuck in one and cried oh yeah i freaked out because i could see my family through the clear little bubble thing like the window <laughs> and i could see them at the table and i i remember slamming on the glass and being like crying and being like don't leave don't leave because i didn't know how to get out it was like a maze but did you have the family like was your family the type Cause I doesn't sound like it, but to laugh at you hysterically, <laughs> like just that, be like, "Look at this fucking kid." <laughs> I mean, it depends on the situation. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, we do laugh at each other quite a bit and and give each other a hard time. Yeah, um, but they, I mean, they sent someone up, like one of the younger but like older kids. Yeah, to to come get us. But I'm like, did your family shit on you all the time, or were you properly nurtured? <laughs> I, like it was a, a healthy balance. Be. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It I got shit on the right amount of times to where I had to my I had to be sharp. Yeah, because I be needed sharp. to be witty. I needed the comebacks and I needed them then. Yeah, not later in the shower when I'm like, damn it, I should have said this. Yeah, 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 exactly. Thanks everyone for tuning in and sharing in the nostalgia with us. I'm so curious if anyone shares any similar vibes, stories, experiences that we did. Yeah, or that would be just cool, if you, you were know? with like, us for some of those things. Yeah. You know, uh, Dylan, whatever your last name was, who pulled out a gun. <laughs> if you're hanging out around, you know, if you're still alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so be sure, guys, to also 
um, check out our UPS series. Yes. We have the UPS podcast episode, which you should listen to to hear the full section of Matt's story. We've got UPS part one, where we the first time we called to try to get Matt his refund. And our brand new release, UPS part two, which is just insane. Yes. I'm not trying to clickbait you here. It's insane. I have never in my life seen customer service this bad, this much of a chaotic mess. I basically spent weeks editing hours into minutes for you all. So you could see some of the worst of it, including the fact that we get hung up on twice by a supervisor, a supervisor. Yeah, no one ever pushes it this far. That's why this shit doesn't come out. But like we're we're like we're taking it there. We're not giving up. Usually people give up and that's why we're getting to these points where we're seeing this crazy shit. Yeah. Estevan did. He's he slaved over this to give you guys a quality product. So please, you know, check us out. Give Go us some clicks, out. give us some likes, give yeah, us give some it. subscribes. Yes. I mean, not to be too YouTubey, but yeah, like and, and share and subscribe because of you know, algorithms. Fucking algorithms. Fucking algorithms. We got to get this thing seen. UPS needs to be fixed desperately. Desperately. And our friend desperately needs his refund. It's about principle. It's the fucking principle. If you were in his position, you'd be doing the same damn thing, but you would have, you wouldn't have us behind you. So see what it's like to have us behind you. And then maybe you can contract us out mm-hmm. to fucking get you refunds from <laughs> shitty customer service outlets. That <laughs> will just change our, our <laughs> podcast name from Red Band to Refund. <laughs> we hope you get refunds. Refund podcast. Yeah. The refund podcast. Yeah. Giving back. Giving back to no one but ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we loved spending this nostalgic time with you all. Go check out the UPS stuff for real. It's insane. And see you next week. See you next week, y'all.